Our reading is taken from the book of Proverbs 23, verse 7. Before we go into our reading, I want us to pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every listener. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and understanding in the rev- in, in, in the knowledge of you in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Lord, you give unto us a receptive and a hearing here in the mighty name of Jesus. I commit myself unto you that I will not speak of myself, but I will speak as that of a ready writer. I pray that, Lord, you cause your word to bring forth healing, the deliverance and empowerment unto your people in the name of Jesus. I thank you Lord for salvation and I thank you Lord Almighty for the performance of your word in the life of every era in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Proverbs 23 verse 7. It says for as he thinks in his heart so he is. As he think in his heart so he is. Our thoughts are the most dominant force that shape and drives everything that we do. It's unfortunate that a lot of people underestimate their thoughts. In fact, a lot of people ignore their thoughts. And the reason why a lot of people make plans, the reason why a lot of people make uh, promises, particularly in the beginning of the year, and they find out that year in, year out, the plans they make only succeed for a few weeks, and after a few weeks or few days, it all flutters and flies down. The reason why that happens most of the time is because primarily, a lot of people have not given thoughts to why they do things, how they do things. So they're trying to change their actions without changing their thoughts. For example, you probably have a New Year resolution that you're going, your relationship is going to change or that your performance or your productivity at work is going to increase or change. Now, if you've not given thought to your behavioral pattern, you'll be shocked and surprised that the same old things that you used to do, you continue doing them. A lot of people that quarrel or fight or have misunderstanding with their spouse is not because they necessarily hate their spouse. It's not because they don't necessarily want to be nice to their spouse. It's because they're thinking about their spouse is wrong and the truth about it is that when you begin to think wrongly about your spouse that will build resentment and as a result of the resentment it will breed hatred or discontentment between you and your spouse now no matter what you try to do because your thinking concerning your spouse your relating your spouse has not changed you find yourself still arguing you find yourself still not desiring to be around that person another example that i would like to share with you is someone that is constantly broke and poor you are not necessarily broke and pure because you don't have enough money or because the job you're doing is not right but your thinking and perception about money probably needs to be re-educated now no matter how much how hard you try to change your practices if you are not well educated about how to handle money you find yourself in the same old predicaments another valid example i want to um, express to you it's the economy now the economy in uk and a lot of places in western europe is not doing great at the moment it's so easy to follow the ways of the news it's so easy to allow fear to creep into your life it's so easy to think maybe you're the next line next person on the block to lose their job it's so easy for you to feel uncomfortable with a situation but i want to encourage you to abreast yourself with the word of god because the bible makes it very clear that isaac sowed in the land of fun and in that same year he ripped you also see the psalmist expressed in psalm 23 verse 
1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. Now, for a lot of us, the word shepherd, we might not be able to necessarily identify with it. But in the Algerian economy, a shepherd is a protector. He protects his flock. He provides for his flocks. And he leads his flock to the place whereby, to the place of shelter, to the place of provision. He makes sure and works hard to make sure that the flocks are well taken care of. Because that is his livelihood. And that is why David being a shepherd himself could liken the attitude of God towards man as the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, the one that watches over Israel, who neither sleep nor slumber, would not leave you, neither will he forsake you. The Bible says as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so does it surround his people. My encouragement to you is that God cares about you. God thinks about you. I want you to embrace his kindness. I want you to embrace his love. I want you to be encouraged and receive the confidence that God loves you and he will not leave you, neither will he forsake you. I want to share with you very briefly two attitudes or two signs that you may be feeding your mind or filling your heart with the wrong stuff. Number one is the constant or persistent feeling of discouragement. Number two is the consistent whining and complaining with the loss of hope. Now, these are indication that the things that you're feeding your thought with are negative. The things that you're feeding your thoughts with are not right. And the things that you're feeding your thought with will only bring pain, disappointment, and things that are contrary to what God plans concerning your life. And you find that, that as a result of constant and persistent feeling of discouragement and the complaining and the whining, the devil would then suggest to you to lower your expectation of life to the point that you are not disappointed by anyone or anything and at that point in time you just resign to anything goes casera casera what will be will be i want to encourage you that the bible says very clearly said he has a thought concerning us a thought which is not of evil but for us to have an expected it i want to encourage you to or remind you to let you know that the expectation of God will not be cut short concerning your life in the name of Jesus. Abreast yourself with the promises of God. Abreast yourself with the things that God says concerning you. Whether you whether you like it or you don't like it, the Bible says that you are the apple of God's eye. In other words, He cares so much about you. He appreciates you so much. And that is why He gave His only begotten Son to die for us, to redeem us from the cause of the law. And basically what I'm just trying to encourage you is to help you to reshape your thinking and to think of yourself as God sees you. You're probably wondering, how did God see me? The Bible revealed unto us that God creates us in his own image. And he said when he created us, he created us whole. In other words, God gave and provided and made available everything for us that we need to function fully my prayer is that as you're listening to me you draw strength and encouragement from this word and you'll be able to run the race that was set before you may i say at this point that do not accept anything less than god's plan and agenda for your life genesis 49 22 says Joseph, and I want you to put your name there. My name is Bumi, and I'm going to put my name there. But as I say Bumi, I want you to also put your name there and repeat after me. Say Bumi is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. So in other words, you put your name there when I put my name Bumi, and you declare that you are a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. You see, when you speak something out, what you're doing 
is you are making a confession and you are making a proclamation. What do I mean by that? In other words, you are creating something. The Bible said God created things by saying, He said, let there be and there was. So you are creating the order of God in your life as you profess and confess that. I want you to draw strength from that, draw encouragement from that. Steve Covey said something in his book of seven highly effective people said, if we want to change the situation we are in, we first have to change ourselves and to do that effectively we have to change our thinking. Friends, I want to encourage you to be expectant to flow in the blessings of God. Before I close this broadcast, I want to give you an opportunity peradventure you are listening to me and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your personal savior the bible says that everyone has sinned and come short of the glory of god so the invitation i'm making to you is not an invitation to a club it's not an invitation to a religious order or society it is a relationship with jesus it does not matter what with the family you're born into it does not matter what you do or what you don't do because no man the bible says that even our best works are like filthy rags before the lord so there's nothing that you can do to become clean before god not your baptism is not your communion not your confession except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god i want to invite you to pray with me say there heavenly father i acknowledge and confess i am a sinner i believe in my heart that jesus christ died for me he rose again on the third day i acknowledge the blood of jesus over my life and i declare i am born again with my name written in the book of life and i give you all the praise before i close the broadcast i want to encourage you to do two things for me find a bible believing church and say tell them that you made this confession on a radio broadcast and you want to find more about christianity alternatively drop an email give me a phone call i'll be delighted to send you materials that will help and build your christian growth Paradventure, you live in the city of london i'll be delighted to welcome you into the father's house at Odeon screen 5 in north greenwich before i take my bath i want to pray for everyone with any infirmity there i want you to lay your hands upon that infirmity the bible says that and you shall lay your hands upon the sick and they shall recover it does not matter the distance i'm making a profession and a proclamation the bible says that the mention of the name of jesus every knee shall die shall bow and every time we confess that jesus christ is lord in the name of jesus i rebuke that spirit of infirmity i curse you from your roots i root you out of that body to go in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i release the unction the anointing of god that breaks every yoke upon that body right now in the mighty name of jesus father i thank you for the by the blood of jesus we are made of i thank you lord almighty for cleansing and healing this body from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet i release your presence O god into this temple that your name may be glorified i give you the praise in jesus name finally i want to pray that the lord will bless you will protect you and will show you mercy and kindness may the lord be good to you and give you peace. God bless you.